At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Third and final hour of tonight's NFL preview show on the eve of uh, week one of the first Sunday of the season. Matt Eumann, Scott Spritzer from the VSIN studio at the Circus Sportsbook. And uh, Aaron Renning joins us to kick off hour number three. And we look forward to uh, ER's analysis on the NFL as often as we can get it. And the ER, you've got about five plays we're going to talk about in this segment tonight. And I'm going to kick it off with the Sunday night game we've talked a lot about here in the past half hour. And the Scott Spritzer and Scott Kellen are on opposite sides of this game. Maybe you can break the tie. <laughs> Buccaneers as uh, road favorites against the Cowboys Sunday night. Uh, do you like the side or the total in that game in Dallas? Uh, I like the side here. Well, it, uh, um, I guess maybe I don't know which way I'll break the tie. But, um, yeah, I, I had anti-Cowboys uh, after a remarkable year last year, obviously. Uh, plus all the turnovers, uh, still hard to believe uh, how well their defense played, but certainly give them credit for what they were able to do. Um, this matchup, uh, uh, you know, going back, Tom Brady never wanted to turn all, uh, turn the ball over that much. So, I'm not sure the Cowboys are going to be uh, the recipient, uh, you know, be able to get those turnovers uh, like they were able to uh, accumulate uh, last year. But you know, I, I just don't trust this Cowboys team coming into uh, this year from the coaching standpoint, uh, offensively, they look to be down. I think the loss of Smith on that offensive line is a real blow uh, for them. And it's, again, hard-pressed to see them from a defensive standpoint. Of course, the Buccaneers 
uh, have their own issues, but I think less issues uh, than the Cowboys. So uh, I laid a couple of points here with uh, Tampa Bay tomorrow night. All right, you so had to the, go and mention McCarthy. See, we yeah. didn't talk. To, I, I've been keeping McCarthy <laughs> out of the mix because I've got. I don't have a standalone play, uh, Aaron, with the Cowboys, but I got him in the contest here mm-hmm. at the uh, at the Circa, and and I was trying to avoid talking about the coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Mike McCarthy's a net negative for yes, the Cowboys. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but, if you, I don't know if you've how would you guys talk about the Cowboys for a half hour and not mention McCarthy? That's hard to do. Well, I, it was planned by me. I don't know why Matt missed it. But, you know. yeah. So Scott Scott Kellen said he likes the Bucks a lot, and uh, Scott Scott Spritzer's going to play on the Cowboys in the contest. So you've got the uh, Buccaneers two and a half point road favorites. What did you lay one and a half in this game with the Bucks? Uh, yeah, one and a half, two, something like that, okay. yeah. Scott, I was going to ask you about the Packers and the Vikings and the black and blue division. Uh, we've kind of talked about Minnesota a little bit. You know, last week I wasn't committed in Minnesota. I am now. We talked about reserving the right to change your mind on last week's shows, so I came in with Minnesota. It's also on my card, by the way, too, uh, here at the uh, Circa. But, you know, I looked at the line injuries up front for Green Bay. And, Aaron, I don't know if this bothers you too much. Between that, between the fact that, he just lost Alan Lazard talking about Aaron Rodgers. I know Rodgers can pick apart defenses with receivers that most quarterbacks can't, but is that too much to expect Rodgers to get a win here on the road against probably an improved Viking defense over last year? Or do you think it is a situation where he just keeps on carrying on no matter who's at wide receiver and is able to get that road win? Oh, well, Scott, I think we can uh, agree to agree on this one because <laughs> uh, I do have a bet uh, on the Vikings here and, you know, the Packers, again, interesting. I mean, last year, you kind of say the same thing about Rodgers. Hard to uh, duplicate what he did the year before. Uh, obviously, he was able to do that. I mean, boy, I, I, I just hard to envision and be able to see that. You mentioned the offensive line. Um, still trying to come together uh, from the offseason, the injuries, et cetera. Yeah, it's it just the wide receiver at some point. I know a lot of people mentioned, uh, you know, I think what seven and zero or whatever the record is was without Devonte Adams. But you know, at some point that matters and it has to take a toll here. And you know, uh, many have kind of forecasted this Packer defense to take a pretty massive step forward and be, you know, top five, top 10 defense. For me, I at least need to see that on the field. I mean, last year below average defense uh, and yeah, with the Vikings, I, again, reading between the lines, it was pretty toxic. It, it was pretty bad. Uh, in the end last year uh, with the head coach. So I think it's uh, certainly uh, will be welcomed uh, with the addition of a new coach, O'Donnell, and and kind of freshen up what they've been able to do offensively and and even uh, defensively for that matter. I mean, a lot of tough losses still with the talent. You know, Cousins very capable, uh, weapons on this offense. You know, the secondary is probably a little bit concerning here uh, against Rodgers, but, uh, you know, even remembering the Packers that first week uh, last year against the Saints, uh, just a debacle. Uh, they were not ready to play. So I'm going to take a shot here with the Vikings. Now that's a good point. Last year we haven't even brought up is the fact that Green Bay was just shocked out of the bo- out of the blocks last year mm-hmm. in that opener, and really had a lot of people doubting them uh, heading into Week Two. Here's one, Aaron, that a game that I'm looking at as a watch and learn situation. Now I've talked about a prop that I'll toss at you in a minute in this particular game, but the Browns and the Panthers to me. You know, and you might like this game, and I would certainly respect that. For me, it is a watch, learn, take notes type of contest. Well, I'm hoping it's going to be a boring contest, Scott. I came in uh, under the total 
uh, in this game. And, you know, with the Panthers, obviously you uh, expect an upgrade here with Baker Mayfield at, at quarterback. But, you know, I'm not sure. It, it Obviously, again, it's got to be an improvement to how they ended the season last year. But I still believe it's going to be average offense at best, maybe below average kind of reading in between the lines uh, and reading some of the stuff uh, when they played the Patriots and you know, whatever they call it, the inner squad or whatever it is in the preseason. And you know, a lot of the talk was the Patriots uh, defense dominated this offense for two days uh, in those practices. To me, that's a pretty sure. kind of a warning sign uh, how this Panthers offense is going to be able to start. So to me, uh, the strength of this team is uh, certainly defensively moving forward into the season. And you know that's the exact same sentiment here. Uh, with the Cleveland Browns. They're going to win it with the run game uh, and defense. They're solid all three levels uh, on their defense. And uh, with, you know, Brissett, I I doubt they're going to have him try to win the game with his arm. I'm not sure he's exactly capable uh, of that. So I expect to uh, have a lot of run the clock, not not a lot of big plays from this uh, this Cleveland offense. So, yeah, hopefully a, a boring game and 17-14 17-14 type of final. Thoughts on a prop? I was going to mention that real mm. quick on this particular game. Speaking of Baker Mayfield, his uh, to throw an interception prop, the yes is minus $1.20. Thoughts on that? I was thinking Baker Mayfield, you know, who's thrown 56 picks in 60 games, is going to be harassed quite a bit in this game. Any thoughts on that? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it certainly sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm certainly, uh, I'm probably the wrong game, or I'm sorry, the wrong person to ask about props. That's about the furthest thing. Uh, from my mind, but uh, yeah, that, I certainly would not be surprised to see some sort of interception. Hopefully, it's not for a touchdown. By the way, Aaron Renning had a play on Washington State on the money line today at uh, plus seven fifty. You so, went uh, money line. I took him against the points. He went money line. Huh? Nice, nice call. Nice job uh, picking yeah. Washington State to uh, upset Wisconsin. Hey, let's talk about the Washington Commanders. I think you're going to bet against them here. Carson Wentz in his first game of quarterback. Uh, did you take the three with the Jaguars? And what's your big picture? evaluation of the Jaguars now that they're out of the uh, Urban Meyer shadow? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's probably a little bit of wait and see uh, with this Jacksonville team. I, I would say if you, you squint a little bit, you know, you could probably make some parallels uh, to the Bengals uh, last year where you have, a, you know, a great college quarterback. Um, the first year did obviously did not go. Uh, his way. It's been a downtrodden uh, organization. And, you know, that's kind of where the Bengals came from last year in uh, Burrow's second year. Uh, again, I, I certainly don't think the Jaguars, uh, I get it. like I say, you have to squint. They don't have the playmakers uh, that the Bengals have. But, you know, the, the head coach, obviously an upgrade with Peterson, very capable. Uh, I think this Jacksonville team will be much improved uh, this year. I did bet, uh, did bet them uh, over their total for season wins. And, Washington, I'm very anti-Washington, uh, uh, you know, just from the top down uh, as far as, you know, the front office, don't like the head coach Rivera, can't stand the, the quarterback Wentz here. Uh, you know, the defense is supposed to be the strength uh, of this team, but just hasn't shown any type of um, uh, any kind of discipline. Uh, there was That was kind of a problem in training camp and preseason as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I got a ticket here with uh, the Jags plus the points here. You got the Jags plus three, I believe, in that game, right? It's uh, down to two and a half uh, at a lot of spots. So a uh, quick answer on this one before we get to the, the last game, one, one of your best bets. Did you play anything in the Raiders-Chargers game on uh, Sunday? I did not. Okay. Um, you know, I, I tried to play an under before and over the first week of the season, but, boy, it's you know, hard to get there. 
with those two teams. And, you know, it, it's hard to give the, the Chargers much of a home field edge. In fact, the Raiders might have the, or they will have the crowd edge here. So uh, I didn't feel comfortable uh, laying any kind of points. All right, let's go to Monday night, Broncos and Seahawks. And this is your best bet in the uh, Circa Friday Football Invitational. You played over the total of 44 in Russell Wilson's homecoming game. Yeah, I mean, obviously for the Broncos, I think uh, anything over the last three or four years that you can pretty much throw out from a number standpoint. I mean, this is going to be a completely different team this year. They go from, you know, essentially Hall of Shame quarterbacks to a uh, future uh, Hall of Famer here with Russell Wilson. So I expect that offense to be greatly improved here. And, uh, of course, the, the change at the head coach, they get uh, rid of Fangio. And, you know, with Fangio, very conservative style. Uh, you know, the master of a bend but don't break uh, type of defense. So, you know, I'm not crazy about this defense. I think it's going to be kind of middle of the pack. So, again, uh, totally different uh, power ranking, uh, I guess you could say, from a totals perspective with Denver. And, you know, Seattle, again, very conservative, uh, not exactly an over juggernaut. But uh, with that said, I mean, uh, going to do anything they can to try to win this game. So they're going to throw everything in the playbook. And Geno Smith has been adequate. Still have a couple of big playmakers at the wide receiver position. So uh, I thought this total was too low. I'm going to go uh, over the total on Monday night. All right. Professional sports better from Las Vegas, Aaron Renning. Follow him on Twitter at ER Sports One. Thanks a lot, ER. All right. Hey, thanks, guys. Good luck tomorrow. All right. Again, his best bet in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational Broncos Seahawks over 44. We're going to take a quick look at all the best bets in that Friday night contest. And Scott and I have a problem with the pro football talk NFL power ratings. We'll talk about those next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free to play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join the action. That's DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment, 21 and older only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. DraftKings.com for details. Scott Spritzer on the edge of his seat watching the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And uh, Matt Eumanns here in studio as uh, we're going to continue the NFL talk here uh, for the final 45 minutes to wrap up uh, tonight's show. And Scott... I want to look back at Friday night, the Circa Friday Football Invitational that we did here in the studio, and the best bets that were played by our field of uh, 16 handicappers in the contest. You and I kicked off the show tonight talking about the Steelers-Bengals game. Three handicappers in the contest used the Steelers as their best bet, Mm. and the line was not even seven at Circa yesterday when that happened. Mark Lawrence... Randy McKay and Chris Zanuck all used Steelers plus six and a half as the best bet in this contest. Does that surprise you a little bit? Not so much Mark Lawrence because of his style of handicapping. Seriously, I mean, that's, that's you know. He's not real number sensitive. Would you say I, that? Well, I, I'm not saying he's not number sensitive, but he's so much into angles and it's worked for him uh-huh. over the years. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's right for him. Yeah. You know, and so I've I've talked to like guys like him and other other guys who are angles players and situational players in football. And there's some times where they'll say, you know, I, I, I've got, you know, the side, as long as they're two and a half or less, if it goes to three, it's no longer a play as a dog. Uh-huh. And so, and they do well. And Mark's done well over the course of the, of, of that, of that amount of time. So for him, I could see where there might be something like that, like six and a half or less. He likes that dog. He's not a number sensitive guy, I'm guessing. Uh, so it, you know, it doesn't surprise me to see Mark involved in that. I wouldn't. You know, my own style of handicapping is different. So, uh, in all due respect, I wouldn't because my style of handicapping means I've got a, I can't take a six and a half mm. for a best bet right. just with my style. So, there you go. Yeah. And that number went up to seven this morning. But when uh, I kind of thought it might anyway, yeah. you know, get oh, to seven. So, I, I wouldn't have been, you know. Well, we were talking about that last week on the show, how the Seahawks Broncos right. number was probably going to go to seven at some point, And that's already at seven. Uh, the Ravens have dropped uh, below seven against the Jets. The Niners have dropped below seven now against the Bears. But uh, Chuck Edel's best bet in the contest, 
Chuck's a professional sports better from Vegas. He's actually from Chicago. He's been out here about 30 years. But uh, 49ers, Bears under 40 and a half. Yeah, and I tell you, I, I like that. I think mm-hmm. it's a sharp play. Uh, all the props that we were talking about, all that kind of stuff that can go along with this, the quarterback passing props, I think all stay under the total. So this fits right in line uh, with what Chuck Edel is is talking about in that game. And I'm rooting for Chuck. I told you last week, that's my guy. I'm rooting for him in this contest. <laughs> and uh, and I'm going to take him at, I think he was, you know, like plus $1.80 or plus 250 or something like that uh, to win. I'm kidding. But I'm on I'm on with Chuck. And I think that, that, that under is a nice best bet, no doubt. Chuck's got a... He's got a lot of support in this contest. He's a great guy, great capper, and uh, you think he's got to have a decent shot to win this. we got a lot of good cappers in here. Mike North, Chicago Sports Talk host, played Seahawks plus six and a half as his best bet. That surprised me. I have if no it, problem with somebody liking the Seahawks, even though I don't, but as a best bet, wow, that's that's interesting. That surprised me. That's what I said. Yeah. When, uh, if It's one thing to like the Seahawks. It's another thing to say, that's my best bet of the entire weekend. And that's college too, correct? Yeah. So you've got, yeah. you know... 250 Except, games to pick from. I'm not sure how much college football capping Mike North does. Okay. I think it's mostly NFL, and that's uh, why he went with the Seahawks as his okay. best bet. He's uh, probably just uh, betting against Russell Wilson in his homecoming, too. Uh, let's talk Aaron Renning's best bet, Broncos Seahawks over 44 in the same game. Jeff Whitelaw. Do you know Jeff well, professional sports better in Vegas? I don't know him, but I know his name. Yep. Very sharp guy. Uh, under the radar, he doesn't uh, do a lot of media stuff, but he's going to. I talked him into being in this contest, and uh, he's going to be in studio in future weeks. Vikings plus one and a half, his best bet. I, I like that. I agree with him. I don't know if it'd be mm-hmm. my best. I can tell you my best in a little bit. We'll talk about those, okay. but I would have the Vikings if I was in the contest. They're on my contest card here at, at uh, Circuit at the Westgate. Uh, and I do have a standalone play. It's one of my three plays this week, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, if you want to see the contest plays for the Circuit Friday Football Invitational, go to vcin.com or at vcin live on Twitter. Everything's up there. And uh, you can check out the good, bad, and uh, maybe some ugly from uh, the contest results of this first week. And uh, mostly pretty good. I think uh, the bad today was two guys who matched up on a college side that got blown out. And that was Central Michigan as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm-hmm. Two handicappers each played Central Michigan as a – uh, favorite in uh, Central Michigan. First time I checked, the score was down. I think thirty-eight to six. It was over with fast. <laughs> it was something like you know they were down to ten. I don't know what it was. That game against Oklahoma yeah. State maybe influenced people too much because uh-huh. they were down fifty-one fifteen in the third, and Oklahoma State shut it down. No so doubt. that might have been a little bit too much of influence on that one game. All right, let's talk a little bit more about power ratings or power rankings. Okay, if it's if it's not a number that you come up with, it's not a rating. If you're just ranking teams, yeah. that's a power ranking. So Pro Football Talk came up with power rankings. And uh, the Rams, number one, Bucks two, Bills, three, Chiefs, four, Packers, five. And uh, we're not going to go through the whole list. You can see it there on the screen if you're watching VSEN right now. Scott, where do we disagree? Uh, I don't think the Texans should be number 32. That was the first thing I looked at here. I said the Texans, to me, are not the worst team in the league. I agree. I think the Texans should be a little bit higher. I think the Seahawks... That's the game that jumped out at me right away when mm-hmm. this was plunked down on our on our desk here. And I saw they've got the Seahawks 25th or better than seven football teams. And I have them as the worst team in, in the NFL right now. So that would be my dig, biggest disagreement when it comes to that bottom half of the list. I think the commanders are a little bit too high on this list at 24th mm-hmm. based on not their front line on defense, which should be pretty good, but a weak offense and a weak secondary for the most part. Those two jump out at me at 24 and 25 as being... Now, Seahawks' worst team in the league. Commanders probably around 29th or 30th. 
you know, Mike Florio and the uh, crew of Pro Football Talk, I wondered if they just threw some names in a hat and drew them out when they came <laughs> up with these rankings. <laughs> I mean, the Giants, 27? How, how do you have the Giants that low, number 27? Behind the Commanders, but especially behind the Seahawks and the Falcons. I completely mm. disagree with the Giants being behind those two teams. So, And then, you know, as far as the top five teams, Matt, I think of those teams, I mean, again, you have to have the Rams in your top five or six going into last week. Well, the Rams were home under, uh, home underdogs to open the season. Uh, I cannot put the Rams at number one in my power ratings or rankings, no matter what you do. But doing. would you have them, though, going into that, though, five or six? And that, I'd probably yeah. have them top five, yeah. fourth or fifth. Yeah, I wouldn't have like number that. one. Not number and one. The team that you got behind them was actually favored over them, you know, on the road. Right. So, but the teams of those that I'm looking at here that kind of jumps out as maybe being a little bit too highly ranked, the Packers, with their issues and their changes. Packers are number five. I think they should be a little bit lower than mm-hmm. that. The Titans, I completely disagree with, sitting at eighth in that list. So I, I think I disagree with the Titans at eight more than I do the Packers mm-hmm. at five. You know, it's interesting. The Packers and Titans, I believe, both ended up with the top seed in their, in their respective conference last year, right? I believe you're right. And yeah. both teams yeah. got blown out yep. in week one of the season last year. That's right. <laughs> so there you go. Week one can lie to you. The results can lie to you in week one. How about the Cardinals uh, ahead of the Raiders and the Chargers, Matt? Come on. Yeah, I, I can't put the Cardinals that high. Cardinals are at number 13, Raiders 14, Chargers 15. Where do you think it's realistic to put the Chargers? I think that's one of those interesting hmm. teams that uh, Justin Herbert, to me, is on the fringe being a top five quarterback in the NFL. The Chargers still, though, they got to get over the top. They got to win some of these close games. Don't forget... Also, Scott, late last season, there was no excuse for this whatsoever. Chargers went to Houston and got beat by the Texans 41-29. to I think it was around week 15 or week 16 when you're playing for a playoff spot. That was inexcusable. Oh, it was, absolutely. And I think they're a better team this year than they were last year. In fact, their talent level was above their wins total last year. And so I think they'll be better this year. And, And they've made those additions, as I mentioned, on defense that I like quite a bit to help slow down a running game. Uh, I, I got them ahead of the Titans. They might be ahead of the Packers. As far as the Rams, I don't think we can drop them too far down the list based off of one game, although it was pretty mm-hmm. ugly. So I don't have them in front of them yet. But I would have the Chargers, boy, i got to say at least 11th, 10th, somewhere there, probably a little bit higher than that. Right around the top 10. Yeah. they got to be. Okay, so the last thing we'll say about this, um, how about a couple teams that I think are ranked too low? And uh, way too low. I don't think the Saints should be number 20. Mm. I think the Saints are real sleepers in the NFC. And I, you, you and I talked about this last week. I like the Saints to to beat the Bucks and win the NFC South. Sure. I would not rank the Bucks number two in the NFL and the Saints number 20. I'm not buying that. <laughs> and Those about, teams are way too close. Yeah, the exactly. level of, you know. And how about the Broncos at number 19? I think a lot of people would say the Broncos are being underrated there at number 19. I what agree. about you? Yeah, Broncos should be top 13 or 14 as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, the Saints and the Buccaneers, that's a great one to point out because those teams are pretty darn close, yet they've got them ranked second and 19th. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we got several more games to preview here. And also we're going to wrap up the show tonight with uh, best bets in our contest plays. I'm going to have my five contest plays for the Circa Million. Scott's got some best bets as well. Stay tuned for all of that. We'll be back here in a couple minutes on uh, VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, here in studio with Scott Spritzer. Scott, have I told you anything about VSIN Pro yet tonight? I may have heard this once or twice. I'm okay, sure. well, let me tell you again. <laughs> Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides, pro tools, pro tips. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VSIN Pro access to everything through the Super Bowl for only $175. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe to see all of your options to become part of the Sports Betting Network. All right, Matt, human Scott Spritzer back here. Half hour to go on the uh, NFL preview show on the eve of uh, week one. Let's talk about the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Been a lot of negativity surrounding this team in the, in the offseason, Scott, even in the preseason where it looked pretty ugly for the Patriots at times. And this is off a 2021 when Mac Jones had a really good rookie year at quarterback. But it's not like the Patriots improved much in the offseason. I don't, I don't think they made uh, any significantly positive moves to where you could say uh, they've taken a step up and they can uh, knock the Bills off in this division. It looks like, if anything, the Patriots have taken a step back. And you answer for me, if you can, what the hell are they doing with Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator? Well, he was so good in Detroit. Why not? I mean, my gosh. He's, he's a defensive He's coach. terrible. I know. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> he was terrible as a head coach. And, you know, obviously he's he's got a defensive mind, which makes you wonder what Bill Belichick is thinking. Uh-huh. You know, I'm also looking at the preseason. I'm going, Bill Belichick is a guy who likes to win no matter when they're playing football games. And when things are going right, New England's out there trying to win preseason games. That last preseason game was it against the Raiders, I believe, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and he looked like they were just incapable of winning that football game, even a preseason game. And I thought that was kind of telling for what to expect out of the blocks. So, you know, I don't know what's going on with this team right now. They're not strong. Um, you did miss the move. You could have had Miami at less than a field goal. Now they're laying three and a half in this game. Uh, when I look at what Tua has around him for Miami, I think he could be pretty excited if you're a Miami fan because he's got two of the top 12 of last year's top 12 receivers when it comes to yards after catch that are on this team. Mm-hmm. And I am stole that from some somebody who I trust a site that that came up with those numbers. And so I'm borrowing their stuff there. But the Pats have not looked good in camp. Belichick likes to win. I mentioned in preseason, he didn't. Mac Jones, 13 of 21, 132 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick in the time he was on the field in preseason as he wrapped things up uh, in August. So that that is alarming to me. The passing game didn't produce a single touchdown uh, the last two games of preseason, but they threw three INTs. Mm-hmm. That's not Belichick coaching in preseason play. He likes to have things kind of polished going into week one of the regular season. They're far from that. So, you know, and we mentioned, you know, the Dolphins being like eight and two against a spread last 10 times at home against New England. That doesn't even really matter to me because it was such a different circumstance. It was always New England laying points with Tom Brady as the quarterback for the most part in those games. But, uh, boy, I lean Miami. I just wish I could have got the two and a half rather than the three and a half. But uh, I can't back, can't back New England here. I can't pull the trigger. Yeah, it seems like uh, in the last month or so, but four out of five people I've heard talk about this game like the Dolphins. I can see that. Yeah. Um, so you were talking about receivers and yards after the catch. Tyreek Hill's got to be, he seems he's like he's got to lead the world One of those guys. in that category. <laughs> uh, how much better is he going to make Tua? Because if you're going to bet the Dolphins, Tua's got to be, I think, your biggest concern. 
Absolutely. And he's got to be able to deliver a, 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 an accurate pass downfield to take advantage of Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, Tyreek Hill runs a lot of the crossing patterns from time to time, probably more than people would generally think. And if he's 10, 12 yards downfield, and that's where he gets his yak, his yards after catch, he's got to be able to hit those patterns. And he's got to be able to do it on a dime. Patrick Mahomes can do that. Tua has yeah. not proven to us that he could do that. So obviously that's a, a big question mark. And we'll find out, I think, in week one, how far Tua is along when it comes to being able to hit Hill on the run. You know, that's what you got to do with Tyreek Hill. Mahomes could. I don't know that Tua can. That's why I didn't bet the game. I, there's so many question marks on this game. And one of the biggest is can Tua get the ball to a guy like Tyreek Hill on target so he doesn't have to stop and wait for the pass to get there? You know, I did not bet this game either. It's not a contest play. It's not uh -huh. anything for me right now. Uh, I, it's just, I, I think it's difficult to lay three and a half points with a rookie coach. You're talking about Mike sure. McDaniel's yeah. never been a head coach in a game against Bill Belichick. I mean, is that just archaic thinking? Are we <laughs> giving Belichick too much respect now? As, does he not deserve that at this point? We're going to find out yeah. uh, that answer tomorrow, I think. But how do you read that situation? He deserves it for my handicapping to get that you know, that that thought of the fact that he's going up against a rookie coach. We've seen him take apart rookie coaches so many times in the past or rookie quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And so it's a situation where I think you have to add that into the mix. And that's why, like I was saying, I could maybe see laying two, two and a half with Miami, but not three and a half. Yeah. That's another situation where despite the fact he's got a net negative as his offensive coordinator, as you'd like to call, yeah. uh, I, I just think you got to give Bill Belichick his due in this head coaching matchup. I do too, and I, I still do, but I wonder, and you you brought up the point about the preseason, the Patriots looked uh, bad in some of these right. preseason games. And it kinda, you just get the sense that Belichick's kind of lost his edge and that he just doesn't have it all together like he did before. When, you, when you're naming Matt Patricia, well, so your weird. unofficial offense yeah. coordinator, you, you do have to take a step back and say, what the hell's going on right. here? Right? Yeah, it's just an odd, odd situation. Plus, he was nice at press conferences, Belichick, if you want to throw that in the mix. <laughs> but again, if it's a coach who doesn't care about preseason, no big deal. But I think you take something from how poorly they played, especially Mac Jones in the game throwing the football mm -hmm. in preseason with a coach who his entire head coaching career, at least since he's been with New England, uh, was so big on having things working, a well-oiled machine going into the regular season. They certainly are not right now. And all the reports from the uh, closed scrimmages, practices, the, whatever you want to call it, when the Raiders – Hosted right. to the Patriots before that last week of the preseason, were that the uh, the Raiders' pass offense was tearing up the Patriots yeah. consistently. So maybe in, uh, in those closed practices. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Patricia's coaching the defense and the offense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes there. How do you feel about laying the points with the Chiefs in the desert? It's up to six and a half. A lot of uh, public and sharp support. Right. Let's say a combination of that on KC. Yeah, you know, I was talking. I was doing a show in Phoenix yesterday, and I was talking a little bit about this game and about the fact that I think Kyler Murray is undervalued a little bit because if you look at his like EPA to attempt numbers, it's not bad. Mm -hmm. The guy picks up yardage when it's most important to pick up yardage. You know, we're not talking about a guy who piles up yardage when it's third and 10 and he gets an eight yard pass. At the same time, they've got so many bumps and bruises right now. And I'm also concerned with the losses on the defensive side of the football, Chandler Jones uh, coming to mind. You know, so if I was going to do anything with this game, I didn't use it in the contest. I didn't use it as a standalone but I would probably have laid it before this number moved at this point. I might use Kansas City if I was going to play a teaser in week one and tease that down to half a point. Mm -hmm. I play 6.2 team teasers. This would have been uh, week two and beyond a game that maybe I would have looked to play. So uh, Kyler Murray's got to keep that clean pocket. That's the thing. And when that EPA per play in a clean pocket is there, 
He's one of the tops, one of the top five or six in the NFL last year. How about without DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, not having yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is part of the mix and mm -hmm. part of the reason they are such a big uh, underdog in this game. And, you know, it's it's tough, man. He's got a lot of guys that are banged up. You've got a lot of guys on the KC side, too, that are going to be a little shaky in this game. Not talking about Smith-Schuster or Valdez-Scantling, those guys, but, you know, you got Hardman, who's upgraded and expected to play. How good is he going to be in this offense? So there's a lot of question marks there. I missed the line. I didn't jump in, so I just got to pass. Yeah, same thing with me. Uh, I missed the uh, better number, so I'm going to pass in this game as and well. And is questionable, too, at last check. So uh, That's true. Earlier today. The so. Cardinals are a really banged-up team. I can yeah. see why you'd want to bet against them, and I think the Chiefs are going to be another popular teaser side oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for a lot of people tomorrow as well. Uh, let's hit on this uh, Monday night game one more time, the final two minutes, Scott. You Do you rate, uh, rank the Seahawks the worst team in the league and you just cannot get on that uh, home dog on Monday night? I can't. I don't have okay. to play anything in this game if I don't want to, and that's what I've chosen to do. Mm -hmm. I absolutely, positively cannot back the Seahawks. It was going to be a play for me on either I'm playing Denver if I play a side or I'm passing the game and I chose pass. Seahawks are the worst team in football. My power ratings, if I have them, my power rankings – have Seattle dead last, and maybe I give them a notch or two better or higher in my rankings if Drew Locke is quarterback. I can't get over the fact that Geno Smith is going to be starting. But I think one of the guests, it might have been Scott Kellen, who was talking about they're going to pull all the stops. It's going to be potentially a weird game from yeah. that perspective. They're going to do everything possible to win this game, which means you're not going to see traditional type of football at times, maybe two or three times throughout the course of this game. And that crowd's going to be off the hook, too. Sure. Just uh, the Russell emotions yeah. of uh, Monday night with Russell Wilson coming back. I think the Seahawks, I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple trick plays. They're going to do exactly. everything they can to try to get a win in this first game. Now, I, I, I don't like Geno Smith either, but you look what he's got. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Great Rashad receivers. Penny, really yep. came on strong at running back. Noah Fant, a tight end. He does have some weapons yeah. to work with. Um, it's he can just, get time to throw. You know? Yeah, it's hard for me to have much faith in, uh, in Geno Smith. I actually, I think the Seahawks are starting to rebuild this thing the right way by yeah. acquiring draft picks and rebuilding the offensive line, too. Yeah, the thing is, is if you can you can confuse Geno at the snap by throwing a lot of pre-snap movement. I think so you said if you that start last to hit week, a wide right? receivers, you throw a lot of pre-snap and boom, <laughs> you know, he's hurting. Didn't you say last week he can't read defenses? Geno can't read. Uh, let's get the best bets in our contest plays. We'll do that next year as uh, we wrap up this three-hour show previewing NFL Week 1 right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Get ready for week one with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, Get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if he scores at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new ball game at BetRivers. And Scott, I mentioned the Sunday Night game there in that promo. That's going to be one of your contest plays. You entered the Westgate Super Contest and the Circa Millions, correct? I did, yeah. I'm in both and... uh... Have had some success. I know it's been a couple of years. We finished 16th, I believe it was, just a few years ago. So we turned the 1500 into about oh, 30, 35 grand, whatever it was. And always around, hovering around the money when it comes to the Westgate. I've not mm-hmm. won it yet, but uh, did have some success. And I'll never forget that 16th place finish, Matt, because we were about, I think, one and a half wins or points or whatever it is out of like eighth. And which would almost triple your money. Uh-huh. So it's it's a great contest. I love it. Listen, are you going to win? Probably not. Is there value? Is it a value play to to be in a contest with you know five thousand other people? Obviously not. But I like it. And uh, you know if you can ha- kind of hang around the money. And it used to be I can remember when I first started doing the contest at the Westgate. You could have three one and fours or zero and fives in the mix. Now it's like you have one and you're really struggling to get back you up. You feel like you're oxygen. out of it. Yeah. You do, man. Yeah. And, you know, last year. So depressing. If you real, get one and four, you're oh, like, ah, screwed. La- last Finish. year, Matt, out of the blocks, 0-5 or 1-4. and 
You did? First week. Oh. And was able to kind of scratch and claw and get back closer to the money midseason. But it's just like you're just you're done. I mean, you feel like you're done, even though you got a chance to make right. some money. When you said we, is it just you? Or uh, sometimes guys say we when they mean I. Do, it's not the of, royal we. Are you it's, part of a team? <laughs> there's my, myself and one other guy, okay. and uh, he does a completely different style of handicapping, and we do a point system. Handicaps his game on his own. I handicap mine on my own. We have mm -hmm. two different styles. We give a point total, one, two, or three points to each game we like, and then we call each other when we're done, and we match up, and we figured we were taking – Two extremely different styles of capping, mixing them together. And as I mentioned, we had a 16th a couple years ago at the Westgate, and we always kind of seemed to be hovering around making some money. So yeah. uh, it's good to have that. I, I, I would never have more than one partner, and it has to be somebody who has a different style of capping than me to sure. get on board. So uh, That's probably a good idea. You know, there are two guys at VSIN who team up for a Westgate entry. It's uh, Jeff Parles and Wes Reynolds. Oh, okay. That's and, nice. Um, yeah. They actually had a lot of success. They had a really good record last year, and the amount of either just barely made the money or finished just outside the money. I can't remember if they faded late in the season or what happened. But the one thing I don't like about it is uh, I don't want to talk to another guy on the phone about these games for an hour or two hours every week. So I asked Jeff Parles, you know, Wes is a talker. He can, he, he's, can be like a teenage chick when it comes to talking. <laughs> um, I said, how long did you and Wes talk on the phone each week about your games last week? He goes, oh. Well, at least two hours a week. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I you can't, know what? Can't me, do that. Like I told you, we we don't talk about the games. My partner and I. What we do is we have, like I said, he does his handicapping with his style. I do mine with my style. Uh -huh. We don't talk to each other. We get on the phone on Wednesday nights. It's twenty minute phone call tops. Okay. And because of the point system, you know, if if I've got out of a one to three, I've got a three, and he's got a three on the same side, it's a six, and we just go, you know. And so there's no like. The only time we have a discussion that takes longer than 15 or 20 minutes is if we have five plays that we got to get in and we've got eight plays because the last three plays that we have all have the same point total, mm -hmm. but never more than 15, 20 minutes on the phone. Hey, you yeah. got to be efficient with the phone call. To make I, it work. I could not talk for two or three hours on the phone. Okay, let's get to, <laughs> let's get to, um, didn't you tell me you talked, oh, you talked to a guy named Bernie on the phone for two hours. I've heard of him. Uh, that was yeah. a couple of years ago, right? Good old Bernie. Uh, let's see. Let's get to your contest plays. You mentioned uh, a few of them here during the show tonight, but did you use the same five in the Circa and the Westgate? I did week okay. one because week one is, to me, the hardest week of the entire season for my style of handicapping. And also, by the way, the guy that I uh, do this with, that I team up with, even though we have a different style of capping, he uses a lot of database stuff, a lot of angle stuff, and, of course, mine is a little bit more matchup and line-based on my lines against what the lines are at the books. And so week one is the toughest by far. So I... Ended up using the same sides at both contests, Matt, and that'll change up a little bit over the course of the season. All right, we'll take a look. we got the graphic up there on the screen. Scott's contest picks. Scott, go ahead and run them down with the point spreads. Uh, what were they? Yeah, and I'm and trying to see the, the screen there, but I'm going to go. Let's te see. Texans, Chargers, Vikings, Giants, Cowboys. Let's do that. And, uh, okay. you know, I can't recall for certain if uh, the Circa and the Superbook had the same numbers on all five of those games. Do you know if, the, if that's the case? I don't have it in front of me. I, I, I can tell you what the Circa numbers are. Okay. Texans, or Texans are plus seven because right. I played that one as well. Right. Uh, Chargers, uh, three and a half, minus three and a half in the that Circa. That was in both. Yeah, okay, yep. three and a half in both. Yep. Uh, you played the Giants. That's plus six in the Circa. Yeah, and they were five and a half at the West game, I believe. Okay. Yep. Uh, you said you played the Cowboys? Yes. Plus and two and a half? They were the same at both books. Yep, two and a half. And then what was the uh, fifth game? Um, 
have to look at it again. I'm spacing <laughs> off here. I can't remember. Got so many plays, I can't remember my own Vikings. plays. Vikings. Vikings, that's there we go. Plus Vikings one and a half. Or one and a half. Plus one and a half. both books, yeah. All right, those are your contest picks. Any uh, different bets you have in terms of uh, your best bets for week one? And uh, Scott, let's give a pro tip here as well. I think if you look at your contest picks and mine and my best, uh, my best bets this week, respect the home underdogs. Uh, we've got yeah. 10 of them this week <laughs> in week one. And don't think that these uh, road favorites are just going to coast and crush these dogs because they're the perceived worst teams. I like home dogs, and uh, hopefully it plays out that way. We, we've got 10. They're 0-1 so far because the Rams got their bus, butts kicked right. on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, I think we got some plays in agreement. You'll see on the uh, on the screen there on the uh, my best bets that the uh, one game, the one side, which we've talked about over and over, at least last week, that isn't on my card are the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And that should obviously be minus, minus five, five and, and a half. half. I think I see a plus yeah. side in front of yeah. there. It's kind of behind the camera there. But Eagles are five and a half point favorites. Exactly. The other I, two plays are Dogs, Vikings, and Giants. Yeah, so those are the three teams that I have for my three plays this week, Matt. And the Eagles I like quite a bit. Now, here's the thing about having a partner. The partner was on the other side of that game with his style of capping. And so I had it the Eagles as a three. I told you my highest point total is three. And he had the other side as a two. So we've got a plus one on Philly. But we never go against, you know, each other and put one in the contest unless we have nothing that we agree on, which never mm-hmm. happens. So it's not on my card, but yet it is one of my three plays and best bets uh, that I made this week personally. So, I, and I, again, we've talked about the Eagles, you know, I don't think it's going to be a 44 to six type of game, but I could see them winning this game by about 10 points. You know, when we say respect to home dogs. Do you uh, give a little bit even more respect to divisional home dogs? Absolutely. Yeah. What are they, 13-2-1 the last 16 yep. against the spread? Uh-huh. And, you know, divisional dogs as it is, 28-9, I believe, is the number the last 37 times overall. But again, at home, home divisional dogs, 13-2-1 the last 16. So it does come into my handicapping. Absolutely. All right. Take a look at my uh, Circa Million picks. And... Uh, I put these in this morning. I came in the studio and did a spot on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi seemed to be on the same page on a lot of the plays that I like this week. Uh, I'm not crazy about the fifth one. I'll tell you about that in a minute. I had to debate the fifth pick a lot, which uh, tends to happen, Scott, when you're in these contests. You know there's three, maybe four, that you're going to have on your card, and you have a lot of candidates for that fifth pick. Uh, I played the Texans plus seven. Uh, Steelers plus six and a half. Vikings plus one and a half, Raiders plus three and a half. I know you don't like that one, and uh, Seahawks plus six and a half. So I got five dogs on the card: Texans, Steelers, Vikings, Raiders, Seahawks. And the Seahawks were my fifth pick on there. Uh, obviously, at seven, I would have liked it a lot more. Sure, uh, but I was trying to debate what do I like for that fifth pick. I didn't really want to play the Bears plus seven, even though I kind of like the Bears. Um, I can't. I just couldn't get on the Patriots plus three and a half, even right. though I lean that way. Those are the candidates. Also, I probably lean Bucks a little bit more than Cowboys. I'm looking to fade the Cowboys a lot this season, but I just went ahead and went with the Seahawks on Monday night. I have a feeling that's going to be one of those games where Russell Wilson's going to have the ball with two minutes to go, like he did a lot of times in Seattle, and uh, he's going to have a chance to drive the Broncos down for the winning score. And it's going to be a dramatic finish on Monday night. Uh, but we'll see about that. Did you give the, any thought at all to the Falcons being a division? I did not. Dog? I did not. Oh, okay. I think we know. talked about that earlier. You didn't like them at all. So not really. I passed. We got on a that. couple of common plays there: Texas and Vi- Texans and Vikings. And uh, well, hopefully, we got a couple of common winners. That would be nice. <laughs> uh, the name of my team is Mean Machine. 
which is named after the uh, the prison team that Burt Reynolds quarterbacked in the movie yep. The Longest Yard. You like Burt Reynolds' version better than the Adam Sandler? Oh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> one's a 10, one's a four and a half. Yeah, and I'm an Adam Sandler fan, so, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, the, but, the, yeah. the Burt Reynolds version of The Longest Yard is about as good as it gets. It is. The other one's Absolutely. just kind of a clownish uh, remake of the movie. There's, there's no comparison. Right. Absolutely. Scott Spreitzer, great to have you back in studio this week. Best of luck in NFL uh, Week 1. And uh, we'll see you back here in two weeks. I think you're going to be out of town next week, right? Out of town next week, back in two weeks for sure. Have a great show next week, and uh, let's put a few winners in the win column uh, on Sunday. All right, let's do that. Thanks to Chuck Esposito, Will Hill, uh, Scott Kellen, and Aaron Renning for guesting on tonight's show. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's Femi Abebefe from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and our official pro football betting guide is ready and available to help you become a better football better. The 2022 edition is exclusive for VSIN subscribers and folks, it's in subscribers and folks, it's in subscribers and folks, it's in subscribers. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.